A leaked video shows illegal immigrants landing on a secret flight in New York. We're going to be showing that video with you guys. Schools in Flint, Michigan are sticking to remote learning indefinitely. And black families, mostly minority families, are saying that they're struggling to keep up. And also, 25 states push Supreme Court to hear case against a firearms ban in Maryland. Now, we're going to get to all this story and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, subscribe to Impulse Vacations on every single day. If you can, listen to full episodes of this show, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Go there right now. Click the subscribe button right now. That would be greatly appreciated. Rate five stars. Now, let's get right into this. Like I said, a lot of this is just... No, I, I get it. I just, like I said... Stuff and we don't tell people because what we don't want to do is attract attention we don't want the media yeah like we don't even know where we're going when they tell us yeah right. obviously i get the whole secrecy and all this but this is even about my yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like, you know what i mean and why you know why you know why yeah i know but why why yeah <laughs> no, but uh, what's what's the big secret? Everybody knows it's happening. You know why? Because I get out. The government's betraying the that guy literally said, if, it, if this gets out, it shows that the government's betraying the American people. Now, because the mainstream media is not going to be covering this properly or the way that they should, obviously, guys, click, share this with a friend right now, click the like button, add a comment, just do whatever you have to do to add engagement to this, okay? This is, this is extremely important stuff. Now, let's read. Leaked video shows illegal immigrants landing on secret flight in New York. A recent video revealed dozens of illegal immigrants landing at a Westchester airport on a secret charter flight in the middle of the night. Uh, when the video was tweeted out, this is what was said, Joe Biden's secret, uh, secret night flights of illegal migrants using smaller airports for secrecy. Here's one in Westchester, Westchester County in New York. Is this even legal? For, for months, the federal government had been transporting illegal immigrants away from the border, uh, taking them on buses and putting them, putting them on flights across the country. The footage was obtained under a Freedom of Information Act request by former Westchester County Executive Rob Astro, whatever his last name is. In the video, this is a video from August 13th, Westchester, oh no, in the video, I think this might be a different, okay, let's see if this is the same video. Uh, in the video from August 13th, Westchester Police Sergeant, whatever, can be heard talking to the uh, the contracted employee to transport migrants. They were on the tarmac of the county of the county's airport, as uh, seen boarding the American Dream charter bus. Now, this is why I tell you guys it's so important to get out of New York. Stop fighting for deep blue states. You're, I hate to break it to you. Stop fighting for deep blue states. Move to a swing state or move to a Republican state. Bring your electoral college vote to those states. Flip a state that should be red. Make a state that is red even redder. In New York, you're talking about margins of the millions of votes. As, as conservatives are leaving the state, as they're flooding in illegal immigrants, as they're allowing illegal immigrants to vote, I'm sorry to break it to you. There comes a point to abandon ship. Abandon the ship, get on the life, life, the, the lifeboat, swim to another ship, and live prosperously. Don't go down with the ship because end of the day, end of the day, that's completely foolish when you have options. Uh, plus, that's no different than what any of our ancestors have done all throughout history. You're in a um, Let's see. You're in a facility here. We really don't know anything, and we're in charge of security. 
he asked. This is anti-all our security stuff. It was revealed that the IRO flights were flying underage migrants from Texas to New York for resettlement. The flights stopped at the New York Post exposed them in October. The White House commented that the flights only carry children and teenagers, while the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services said it is our legal responsibility to safely care for unaccompanied children until they can be swiftly united with their parents or a vetted sponsorship. So yeah, no, you know, making them go from the border to New York, yeah, that, that's, that, that show will do it. Uh, Tucker Carlson even covered it. Uh, in the video, he asked, to see ID of the contractors, they explained that they're allowed to show state ID, but work IDs were not allowed. They were not allowed to have their picture taken when we get on the base, one of the contractors says. Uneffing believable, they say. Uh, and who was that at DHS? Yes, United States Army. And the contractors replied, you're on a federal install installation, but DHS wants everything on the down low, they added. The officer asks the contractors about the secrecy, and he tries to understand what's going on. One contractor says, you know why, because if this gets out, the government is betraying the American people. While speaking to Fox News, um, okay, he said on video, shows a complete breakdown of our system. Uh, now they keep saying it's just unaccompanied, unaccompanied children, completely a lie, and these kids were not going. Okay, let me see if, 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 this, if this clip from Tucker shows oh, the interview. this body cam. Here. That is true. The Biden administration is changing this country without... I've asked Serena to paint this body cam footage through a FOIA request, and we're happy to have him join us tonight. Mr. Astorino, thanks so much for coming on. I mean, I, that's evidence of a crime, as far as I can tell. Our government is completely out of control right now. They have lied to us. They've lied to the American people. Uh, I saw what Bill did last night uh, down on the southern border, where... Men are just getting into cabs and, and being put into communities. That's what they're doing here. Southern border crisis, they're waving them in. They're putting on planes, sending them to airports closed at night like Westchester, putting them on buses. And I saw with my own eyes, after they denied it, by the way, that they were put to, uh, onto a, a bus to a Costco and then released into cars, into the uh, I can't play too much more because we will get flagged for copyrights because I guess Fox News technically owns that. So I can't play that much more. But you guys get the gist. This stuff is going on. At, at the end of the day, it's going to be very – it is has been very hard to fight against this stuff. But when the Democrats are in power, this is what happens, okay? We need to ask our governors to step in and make this not happen. Uh, obviously, in, in red states, it would be a lot easier to have this not happen. But when it comes to blue states, they – you know, they love to flood in a bunch of illegal immigrants because it helps them. It helps their numbers. So schools in Flint, Michigan are sticking with remote learning indefinitely. Families say that they're struggling to keep up. And now the families that say that they're struggling to keep up, guess what, are minorities. Why? Because the, the racial demographics of Flint, Michigan is majority minorities, which is, you know, I guess <laughs> contradictory. But you get the point. Um, so it's mostly black families that are suffering due to these um, Democrats and what they want. So this is a very surprising article that's coming out from CNN, believe it or not. And I guess this kind of goes in between their lines on what they find acceptable. Now let's read. Students in the Flint community schools have been in the classroom for about six months over the past two years due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And after the district's announcement last week, that distance learning should continue until further notice. Some families, including some, uh, still dealing with the city's water, aren't sure about how much longer they can keep up. I have to be able to make a living so that I can pay for a roof over my head, so I can pay for food, and if I can't have someone who can sit with the kids during their school hours, then I have to. 
so I'm not going to work, um, she told CNN. After helping her children, nine and eight, with their homework, citing the recent surge in COVID-19 cases, Flint Community Schools announced Wednesday it's unknown whether when students will return to the classroom when we were originally slated to return to in-person learning on Monday. Now, before I read the, the, the next bit of the story, I just want to say this. Listen, obviously, we know the science. We know that the kids are at extremely low risk from COVID. That's, been, that's a fact that's been proven. We also know, according to their di- data and their science, if they're all vaccinated, then they should be fine. So what is the problem? If all the teachers are vaccinated, if all the kids, uh, let's just say the, probably the vast majority of them are going to be vaccinated, and also including that they are at very small risk, like astronomically small risk to COVID, then what's the problem? The problem is that these teachers unions and these Democrats want to continuously make problems because they enjoy working from home. They don't, they enjoy not having to go to work. They enjoy going on their vacations while they keep schools closed. We know that already. And it's already been exposed uh, that some of these teachers unions, they'll, they'll be like, oh, these parents got to stop treating us like babysitters, yada, yada, yada. The, the school structure makes it so parents can go to work as you, the teacher, is working. You are, let's, I'm being real with you guys. You are the babysitter for that kid, the educator for that, that kid. And in a lot of schools with a lot of families, you're providing meals for those kids. That is your job. That is your responsibility. And in doing so, the cause and effect is you have a job. These kids are supposed to learn. These kids get fed. And the parents at home are have the ability to go to their work to then provide and put food on the table for when they get home from school. Put a roof on their head so they have a place to come home. But no, it, it, they, the, the teacher's structure, the schooling structure is vitally important because without that, other sectors of the economy and more people get affected in a negative way. This is why... If it was up to me, I would start cl- if, if I would start cleaning house and hiring new teachers immediately. Let's be real here. There, there are probably tons of people looking for jobs, and to be a grade school teacher, come on, it can't really be that hard. It can't can't be that hard. You call up some old veteran teachers, and I'm sure would be happy to come back and teach some kids. It, you know, they they love it because they have a passion for it. Those types those types of people. The decision in contrast to school districts and cities like Philadelphia, Chicago, and New York, where officials have pushed to keep schools open amid rising cases. Cannon said that she appreciates the district trying to keep students safe, but she struggles with the indefinite extension of remote learning. I am conflicted. We need more options. We need more flexibility. We need something to help us out in this, she said. Cannon's mother, Beverly Lewis, helps out by bringing the children to local senior community centers where she is the director. The study is in a conference room across the hall from Lewis's office. Uh, it's an option for many families don't have. It really creates issues for us at home. We are very limited on who we uh, can have uh, be home with them uh, to make sure that they're doing their school the way that they need to do. Now, I guess one solution could be the community also coming together and being like, hey, let's all send the kids to uh, Michelle's house today. She's going to have several kids. Uh, the kids. All those kids can then come to my house the following day. That could be an option, but it's unnecessary, and it still creates massive inconveniences. And, and it, it's not just minor inconvenience. We're talking about like serious inconvenience that disrupt people's way of life. And it seems to be that the Democrats are constantly putting in policies that are negatively hurting those that they claim to be protecting. How, how many times do minorities, the minority communities need to be hurt by the Democrats for them to finally start realizing, oh, wait, 
More government is bad. When the government has control over things, they make things worse. How about the freedom aspect? And people are waking up to that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, so the, uh, the week the school district decided to continue remote learning, January 12th, Michigan's statewide seven-day average testing, testing read, uh, hovered around 33%, according to the University of Michigan statistics. The Flynn's located average report positivity of 38. Okay, honestly, cases don't even matter. It really doesn't even matter anymore. The district was allocating nearly $150 million in federal funds to make improvements uh, to slow the spread of the virus, Jones said. But the air purifiers in each classroom and the HVAC systems have currently been upgraded. So they, they, they make it so the virus doesn't spread, but then they still close the schools. Our ventilation is not where it needs to be to ensure total safety. And so we are working at that. We're putting work at that for the last year or so, Jones says. We're doing uh, renovations, purchasing PPE equipment, technology for scholars and medical assistants, et cetera. It's not just for air quality. Yeah, uh, yeah, like that's going to do anything, to be completely honest with you. It, like, like literally... It's like putting a seatbelt on. Okay, it's like putting your seatbelt on if you are in a spaceship that's headed on a collision course to Earth. Okay, like I'm sorry, your seatbelt's not going to do anything. You're going to just explode on impact. But you know the perception of safety. You're like, oh, I mean, just put a seatbelt on. I mean, maybe we think that this will do anything, but it does absolutely nothing because you just completely explode on impact. That's quite literally the same exact thing as doing these types of you know, you know, COVID things. You know. To slow the spread, doesn't it really isn't going to do shit. Uh, you can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have the people there to enforce the distancing rules, if you don't have the teachers because you're at home sick, then what good is the money? The Flint Board of Educated Ed Education uh, member and trustee said, at the end of the day, we need educators available, and our teachers are paying the price. Some of our teachers may not be able to make it back from COVID, and we already have teacher shortages in the count in the country or the county. Well, country. Okay, Jones says that whose own children are among the district's 3,000. She said it isn't willing to risk losing anyone. I lost my father. I lost my hero. I hear him back in the head saying, make sure you're doing what's best for the children, he said. Adding that COVID-19 also killed his uncle and nephew a few weeks after his father. So this person's whole family died from COVID. I'm just going to click that X to doubt on that. Um, I'm, I'm sure COVID wasn't the sole purpose. They were probably morbidly obese, if anything, or had some massive conditions that would have, you know, well, what are the odds that someone's entire family dies from the same thing? I don't know. Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. But I, I'll click a big X to doubt on that one. So 25 states are pushing for the Supreme Court to hear a case against the firearms ban in Maryland. So let's figure out what this is about. There's apparently a firearms ban in Maryland. Uh, but let's see. Arizona and West Virginia are just two of the 25 states urging the Supreme Court to hear a case against Maryland's firearms law. Uh, tweeted out, 25 states just filed an, uh, a brief with the Supreme Court in support of our challenge of Maryland's assault weapons ban, saying that the affected firearms are common to the point of ambiguous upon law-abiding uh, law gun, on gun owners. The states are pushing the Supreme Court to hear Bianch versus Frosch, Frosch which challenges... Uh, Maryland's Firearms Safety Act of 2013. The law was upheld by the United States Court of Appeals for the first, Fourth Circuit in September. Arizona's Attorney General stated, Americans do not require approval from a local jurisdiction to exercise their constitutional right. We must vigorously oppose this type of misguided overreach at all levels of government. One of the strictest in the country, Maryland's law requires residents to undergo safety training and fingerprinting before they're granted a license to buy a pistol. Wow. 
And that's still not good enough. According to Fox News, it also attempts to define assault weapons by banning the sale of firearms like AR-15s and similar rifles. Magazine capacity is restricted to 10 rounds of ammunition. Some banned firearms has features that 25 states argue actually enhance gun safety, such as folding stocks and flash hiders. Um, let's read. Uh, the other states involved including, include Alabama, Alaska. You don't got you know, to read them before. All of them. It's half the states. The states argue that the law... Com- Prizes of the Second Amendment rights of millions of citizens and bans firearms that benefit public safety, counterbalance the threat of illegal gun violence, and help make the streets safer. In 2008, the District of Columbia versus Heller case was cited in the legal brief. The Supreme Court had ruled that the individuals unconnected to military service or the militia have the right to possess firearms for lawful purposes. It is argued that the ruling should be clarified to include sporting rifles in common use. Some of the uh, firearm bans under uh, Maryland's law fit the definition of common use, and 42 other states currently allow for their possession. The press relief states that the Supreme Court of the United States should not allow a state to invade its own citizens' constitutional rights if left untouched. Maryland's unconstitutional ban on the firearms in the Fourth Circuit. uh, Okay, whatever. You guys guys get the point. Listen, hey, that's not going to stop. I am confident we will have a win on this case legally, but at the same time, where was the Supreme Court? Where were all these, all these judges and um, and blockages when it came to the Democrats quite literally locking people in their homes? Where was all of that? That was nothing. That was such an inf- see. That was an infringement on constitutional rights. Quite literally, the states ordering businesses to close and forcing people not to leave their homes. That was an infringement on constitutional rights. Where was the Supreme Court back then? Okay. And there were many Republicans that were saying, well, everything should be up to the states, you know, less federal government, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I agree with that. But <laughs> at what, what, so the federal government should, should absolutely do absolutely nothing. I would say, at the very least, the federal government should make sure that states aren't acting like their own dictatorships. Like, if New York was going to wage war against white people in a physical sense and start ripping white people out of their homes— I, I hate to break it to you, but the federal government should be the enforcer of the Constitution at the very least. That should be where the federal government, like th- that's what should be where the line gets drawn. Federal, the federal government should handle foreign stuff and upholding constitutional rights to make sure all the states, like police the states into following the Constitution. In my opinion, in my perfect world, that's what I want the federal government to do. And only that, only that. Not give aid to states. States should handle their own stuff. If they can't balance their own budget, then that's on them, in my opinion. You figure it out state by state because then you'll have states that will boom, like Texas and Florida, and states that will completely fail, like New York and California. Uh, and it would add more competitive aspects between the states. Um, but, you know, hey, we can't all get our way, especially when Democrats are in control. Let me know what you think. Please drop this video like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. If you can listen to Flips of the show, the Joey Saladino show on all the podcast apps. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Uh, you know, don't forget to rate five stars. Do whatever you have to do. Yeah, engagement, help the show grow. Peace out.